This is Valerie Van Boeven with the Senior Care Industry Netcast, where leaders with three or more years in the senior care industry share their advice. So let's get to it. In a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Yes, hi, Valerie. I'm Carl Sauereisen, and generally I'm an executive entrepreneur and consultant. Uh, but one of my roles is to serve as president of Hope Extended Care Services. Hope is a team of healthcare providers uh, that provides care uh, on a daily basis for patients of skilled nursing facilities. Uh, we primarily employ nurse practitioners uh, to manage the chronic health conditions of nursing home residents. And our geographic niche covers Western Pennsylvania, mainly in rural areas where there isn't as much of a physician presence and the senior population is somewhat underserved. That is really neat. So you're Tell me a little bit more. So the nurse practitioners go out to these rural areas or to any nursing home in Western Pennsylvania that they're contracted with. And instead of relying on just a physician to make those rounds, the nurse practitioner is there to oversee some of that in collaboration with the physician that they may talk to at any point if they need to, right? Correct. It's a collaborative model. We have contracts with a number of nursing homes where our nurse practitioner will be there Monday through Friday, uh, basically uh, roughly 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And so they're embedded daily in those facilities uh, to be available for acute care services or other routinely uh, planned exams. And do they... Um... Do they handle skilled care only? Do they handle Medicaid? Do they handle private pay? Does, is it everybody in the nursing home or how does that kind of work? Uh, we've specifically been in skilled nursing facilities and we do bill the patient's insurances, uh, which in our case is probably about 40% of the time Medicare, uh, but we're an independent company and credentialed with uh, all the other types of insurances that our patients have. Uh, nice. So typically there is no charge to the facility for us to be there and everybody benefits in that way. Why wouldn't they do that, right? Yeah. Oh Absolutely. This is amazing. What a nice thing to have. Yes, thank you. So many nursing homes could use that extra set of professional eyeballs and wound care and whatever else it is that somebody. Oh, oh. Yeah, no doubt. We're able to uh, treat people on site and avoid unnecessary hospitalizations. Uh, so that benefits the patients and the healthcare system in general. Uh, the, the, the payers have found that we're very much of a valuable awesome. asset to have in place. Cost savings for them, true, and and not having to move somebody in an ambulance to the hospital for just to check to see if they're okay. I mean, what yeah. a nice thing to have. Um, so I love your model. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, so tell, tell us what is the best thing about serving aging adults or serving this population that you found? Yeah, well, we take satisfaction knowing that our work is somewhat restorative in, in nature. Uh, you know, even though we're treating people that and sometimes are in some dire circumstances, we're able to bring uh, wellness uh, through meeting both acute needs and, and longer term issues. Um, you know, we intentionally chose the word hope uh, to be 
part of our company name because we believe that's what we uh, truly deliver. Uh, we're upholding uh, the dignity of, of people, and uh, you know, it, it's nice to it's nice to enjoy the ongoing relationships and the deepening of relationships that can unfold with us being there on a daily basis. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great, that's mm -hmm. a great resource. It's not just in and out. It's there all day, getting to know those residents, being a part of their life every day. Mm -hmm. That's fabulous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Thank you. So what other successful leaders or mentors or organizations in your life have really meant a lot to you maybe specifically to this or anything in your entrepreneurial life. Um, what has led you to this and, and who has been important to you in your life? Yeah, well, um, you know, I, I've got to give credit to my partner, Dr. James Gardner, the, the founder of Hope. Uh, Dr. Gardner is based in New Wilmington, PA, and he's, he's been an inspiration from the standpoint of recognizing a need in uh, the skilled uh, nursing facility setting uh, and doing something about it. Uh, he, he recognized the need for there to be uh, daily care. He's had a passion for uh, treating uh, the, the elderly and, and uh, you know, being an expert in the, in the field of, of geriatric care. Uh, and that passion rubs off on everybody uh, in, in our company. So it's been wonderful to work with Dr. Gardner. Very nice, very nice. It's always great to have, um, you know, for, for the passion and excitement to come from the top down and, and to have someone who's really um, a great example for everybody in the company. That's, that's always Yeah, awesome. it's one of the freedoms of entrepreneurship, I'd say, because that, that freedom of freedom of purpose and, and freedom of a relationship, um, being able to apply our passions and skills to those things that really make a difference in life and spend our time uh, working with and alongside those that we uh, respect and enjoy. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. All right, so I'm gonna switch gears a little bit. I ask everybody this question. Um, right now, we can't network together necessarily. We can't do big group fun things, happy hours. I know some people are still doing whatever they want, but generally <laughs> speaking, we're not out there, especially for those of us in healthcare, we're very keenly aware yeah. uh, of the, the um, how dangerous it can be to be in big groups. So online marketing has always been an important part, but now it's become more important. Uh, what has been your experience with online marketing? How are you reaching out to people who uh, or nursing homes or facilities? How are you doing that now? Yes. Well, one of the foundations of online marketing naturally is, is to have a functional website. And, you know, at the very least, the, the, the website needs to clearly communicate uh, what a company does uh, and, and share some sense of identity uh, of, of who they are and what they do. Um, in Hope's case, uh, you know, we seek to convey that uh, we're delivering uh, better outcomes for patients, uh, their families, partnered nursing homes, and regional hospitals. And that can get a little complicated because it's many constituents. Uh, so yes, we seek to do that through uh, concise copy, uh, not being overly wordy. Uh, we use graphics uh, and, and some icons as a, as a visual representation. Uh, that's type of the, the type of strategy that we have with our website and a means of 
communicating with people, uh, whether it be a portal uh, for inquiries uh, to be received, um, the offer of free presentations to uh, potential nursing home partners that would wish to partner with us, which then leads to things that can be shared in electronic means, uh, presentations uh, to be shared online. Um, I'd also say social media uh, can really demonstrate authenticity in particular of, of service providers, you know, whether it's through Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, uh, maybe a channel like a blog, you know, it, it's a platform to demonstrate culture. Yeah. Uh, you know, ultimately everybody wants to earn the reputation of being a thought leader, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's really required based on delivering content and value uh, through social media. And, you know, one of the greatest pieces of advice that I've received in my career on the social media front is what a consultant called the rule of 14, uh, being only one in 14 posted social media postings should be overtly self-promotional. Uh, the vast majority of it needs to be uh, delivering value, content, uh, things of interest to the audience and, and not just us uh, spouting off about how great we think we are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. I do. We, we run into that a lot. Everybody wants, um, you know, in our, my other business, this is more of my creative outlet, but in my, in our other business that uh, we find that folks want every day there to be something that's an advertisement. And I say, hmm. Hmm, that's another great way to run this. So uh, we, have, yeah. we have to do a lot of educating. And the rule of 14 is a good one. I'm going to use that. <laughs> it's the rule of 14. You only need yes. to advertise about yourself once or, you know, once a week, twice a week, maybe. But mm -hmm. um, you don't have to do it all the time. They're, yes. They're, they're watching you for a reason because they trust you. Mm -hmm. um, well, it, having that discipline to be consistent in the message and regular in the postings. I mean, it's, it's certainly something that I aspire to, I've got to be honest, yeah. uh, but, the, but regularity is, is key. And, and so whether it's something that is done hands-on or uh, with uh, a partner or an ally that can uh, institutionalize it somewhat is very helpful. Sure, and let me ask you a question about your business model. Mm -hmm. um, I would imagine, I, I know nothing about this, except from a nurse's perspective, um, is, is your model, it, surely it's not the only model in the U.S. that does this, or are you the only model that's doing this right now? Well, at least in our area, uh, there aren't many. And, and our area is Western Pennsylvania. Um, there are uh, one or two services that I know of that are, are very similar. Uh, in Pennsylvania, we have chosen to specifically employ nurse practitioners uh, as opposed to physician's assistants just because of the legislation in our area of how uh, there are some advantages in the autonomy, a uh, little bit greater level of autonomy uh, mm -hmm. that they can work with. Um, uh, of course, we have uh, two physicians on board with us that are uh, collaborating physicians uh, with our staff. Uh, providing, providing the records review and, uh, and oversight and being go-to people. Yeah. Um, but Dr. Gardner in particular has been influential on uh, a, a regional and, and national level for different types of 
bodies that he's had leadership roles in. Uh, and right. you know that has led to us having some neat conversations with other groups in, in other states about how they're doing it. So you know, I'd like to think that we're helping to rise the tide yes. in, in many ways. Absolutely. I would think that this model in, in some form or fashion, it may look different in every state, but some piece mm-hmm. of this model would be so valuable, not only, you know, whether it's coming from, uh, you know, Medicare or it's coming from an insurance company, you know, just to promote the benefits of this. It seems like all across the country, we could use uh, models like this that would enhance the care and not rely on that once a week or once a month visit from a doctor and cut down on those ER visits. I, I think it's a fabulous model. I mean, yes. Thanks. It's one of the things I'm proud of because we've been able to take some commonly accepted concepts in healthcare and actually be applying them and, and, and doing something and, and making the, the, the world better in our own, in our own yeah, way. That's great. All right. So what piece of advice would you give to other senior care providers? Oh, well, we've mentioned uh, collaborating. Uh, and I'd say the, the word collaboration is used extensively in the world of senior care and in healthcare in general. Uh, but my advice is to do your best to really uh, define the specifics of what that collaboration looks like on the front end of establishing uh, service relationships. Uh, that's key uh, because we, we've we probably know or, or have experienced the shift of duties and responsibilities that occurs in the healthcare and, and, and senior care environment. And, and that's to be expected in many ways. Uh, but that leads to another piece of advice that I would offer is the need to have a balance between assertiveness and also maintaining a servant's heart. Yeah, nice. Very nice. That's a good piece of advice. Maintaining a servant's heart. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what this show is about is, is how can we do better? Mm-hmm. What business models exist that we didn't know about before? And how can we give each other some sound advice about, about what's worked for us and what we think works best in the senior care industry? So thank you for that. And I have one last question. Okay. All right. It's my fun one. When you have a win in life or business, how do you like to celebrate? And that can mean oh. anything. We've had a million answers, not a million, but you know, lots of. <laughs> so I had a doctor pull out his bottle of tequila from underneath his desk and say, "Sometimes you just need a shot of this at the end of the day." And he was a hospice physician. <laughs> a great oh yeah, guy. yeah. Um, but you know, and I've had uh, vodka martinis. We've mm-hmm. had jump in the ocean, dance, uh, just have a nice dinner. Uh, so what's your favorite way to celebrate? Okay. Uh, well, in general, when it comes to celebration, I say that uh, wins need to be shared. I mean, we, we all get a sense of satisfaction individually in, in what we do, hopefully, but it can get lost in the shuffle of, of everyday right. life. So I'd like to see leadership having intentionality of bringing people together. And, and that's a challenge for us in the nature of our company being decentralized. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, as I think back to some of the events uh, that we've had, I, I, I try to mainly have our gatherings have a minimal business agenda. Yeah. Uh, and, and when we do, if, if, if it's a celebration, if it's a party, uh, a, a holiday event, I've done some 
unusual entertainment types of things in my career. Um, I've hired a uh, a handwriting analyst uh, to do something participative with our team. Uh, Some people found it insightful. Some people found it comical. Uh, some people were a little insecure about it. I mean, yeah. all of that made for fun, a, yeah. a neat event. Um, on another occasion, I brought in a ventriloquist wow. to uh, roast senior leadership, nice. <laughs> myself included. And uh, you know, funny. yeah, yeah, that, that went over uh, very well, uh, except for maybe in the opinion of one of my family members. But that's another story. <laughs> uh, that's was, well. Yeah, but speaking of stories, storytelling is key uh, because, you know, when you go out on a limb to do something different, it it, it may or may not go over very well, but either way, it's going to add a story to the lore of uh, Mm -hmm. a a team of people that are are, are working and living together. And uh, the stories themselves can live on in terms of culture formation uh, within the company and also in demonstrating that authenticity that I talked about previously on social media. Oh, trust me, there's plenty of lore in my company, typically (laughs) revolving around me. Remember that time when you told us we all had to do this because this is a great new thing? And it lasted like five minutes. Yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't a great new thing. It was a hassle. Yeah, well. And I realized it very quickly. But yeah, so no, I'm sure there's many tales of lore about me. Well, that's part of the risk-taking of leadership. That's right. And I I laugh right along with everybody else. It's always good for, I'm always good for a good roast. So (laughs) anyway, but yes, absolutely. I think that uh, all of that is good. Those are good ways to celebrate. And when we can get back together um, Mm -hmm. and do a little celebrating together, um, all those things are, I love the, hiring somebody to come in and do a little something different for a group. That's, that's fun. That is really <laughs> Thanks. Fun. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, for telling us about your business and for telling us, uh, you know, sharing your wisdom with us. But that's what we're thank about. you, Valerie. It's been a lot of fun and I commend you and the work that you're doing to uh, get great ideas and, and strategies uh, out, out into the marketplace. Yeah, I think this is a, it was a great way to spread the word about all the crazy things that we do out there to help seniors and our passion for all of this. And it's been great. So thank you. You're welcome. Take care.